Can I tell you guys about something that I read on the internet the other day? Fire away. Okay, cool. Sure. Oh. All right. <laughs> I was waiting on you guys to say That's why I asked. Oh, what happens with the now? Then we'd move on to something else. <laughs> All right. So I really... So I found this thing that's really strange, really weird, but really interesting. And I really, really want to talk to you guys about it. But I have to, unfortunately, do this like preface on it. I have to do this build up by saying this statement. My marriage is fine. <laughs> and I love my wife very, very much. I have to say that I have to make that known very much. I love my wife and our marriage is doing great. The other day I was looking up who had the most divorces in the world. <laughs> like the person? Or like the person with the most culture. divorces, right? Okay. The person who has a Guinness World Record for the most divorces. Ooh, okay. There isn't really a divorce one, but there is one for the person that has the most marriages. Okay? So is I want to... Really, hold on. Yeah. Does that mean we're going to polygamy? Polygamy? No. This one's... Uh, it was specifically the most monogamous marriages. Okay. Legal, yeah. But it could no. include uh, widow dumber. Yeah. So I was looking up the other day, the person that has the most monogamous marriages, and there is one in the Guinness Book of World Records. I, w- I was going to ask you this question. Do you guys think it's a guy or a lady that has the most monogamous marriages? Guy, for sure. Yeah. You think so, guy? Yeah, 100% correct. All right, <laughs> good. I, th- I was trying to trick you on that one, but you guys got that correct. Would you like to gander how many marriages this guy's had? It's an impressive number of marriages because most people go through life zero to one marriages. This guy's had a good amount more than that. 24. Hold on. I got to do some effort here. How, how long do those marriages last? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You could technically have a marriage every single year. So I'm going to go less and do 75. All right. Raj wins. <laughs> Definitely by prices, right rules, but also uh, other rules. All right. So the guy that holds a world record, his name, and it's in Guinness World Records. By the way, Guinness, it's the same Guinness that's the beer Guinness. It's it's insane. The Guinness World Records is the beer Guinness. That's the pre- people. Apparently, they have a world record how, there. How many Guinnesses do you think there are? I thought there was at least one more. What, what, <laughs> no, what, what world one. does the guy? There's only one. <laughs> it's it's no, it's the same. Yeah, it's exactly the same. They might as well have a harp on the book. They don't. They have a lot of cool other stuff on the book, here, but it's whatever. The guy's name is Glenn Wolf. All right. That's a disappointing name. Just, well, he went by Scotty. <laughs> Scott Wolf. I feel like that's a thing. We've, that's a person, isn't it? It's got to be like, like Scott Wolf seems yeah. like a celebrity. Yeah, it seems like something out of a movie. Well, how do you go? Your first name is Glenn, but you go by Scotty. What's his middle name? Is his middle name Scott Glenn Scott Wolf? That's a horrible name. Yeah, Scott Wolf is a. Uh, he's an actor. Scott Wolf is an actor. Okay. Glenn, He's only been married once. Glenn Wolf, parentheses Scott, has been married. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. He has been married, depending on the source. There's two sources, Wikipedia and some other websites. But depending on which source you go by, he's been married 29 to 31 different times. Apparently there's some discrepancies in the records, but he has been married 29 31 different times monogamous marriages throughout his entire life different women different women must have a lot of uh silverware sets oh yeah yeah right like can you imagine that uh, can you imagine being married tw- 30 times let's just say 30 times i wonder how many times were for the bit 
Like, yeah. oh, I like marriage seventeen can't be. You think this is the one? It's just like, hey, I'm gonna get married again. Well, he it's it's wild, right? Like he he doesn't seem like a great guy. Like when he died, none of his twenty thirty ish ex wives attended the funeral, and only one of his like forty one children attended this funeral. So it doesn't seem like he was like a good dad or good you know good husband to to these people. Most of the marriages that he's had lasted less than a year. So he's they had to. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Like just just mathematical wise. He was born in like the early 1900s and died in like 1997. So he lived like at 80 years old. He's, you know, pretty, pretty so, solid long life, you know. Uh, Hard to believe he had time for that while also starring in 142 episodes of Party <laughs> of Five. Scott Wolf. <laughs> Scott Wolf has hosted SNL. Really? 1998. Do you think it's the same guy, Scotty Wolf? Uh, Wikipedia only lists one wife for this Scott okay. Wolf, but no, this say? it's funny because when you go on this guy's Wikipedia page, Glenn Wolf, Glenn Scotty Wolf parentheses, uh, his Wikipedia page of marriages, it's so long compared to American else's. Baptist minister. Yeah, he was a minister, and uh, that I feel like if you asked what his profession was, yeah, I would have said he was a minister, religion of some kind. He seemed to have done it. It's truly baffling. But like I said, most of his uh, marriages lasted just a year, and then he would get annuls. And then I had to look up what the difference between a divorce and an annulment was, because I had no idea what the difference was between a divorce and annulment. I don't know what it means, but yeah, annulment Apparently, means like it doesn't exist exactly. anymore. Right? That's it. That's it. Divorce is like a whole thing. Like, oh yeah, you got married and now you're split up. And an annulment means that marriage happens, and then yeah, you get a do over it. Yeah. So yeah, legally it doesn't happen. I'm assuming. That just means he was a minister that wanted to sleep with his congregation. And because he's a minister, we have to get married first, right? Uh, Or it was he could be very into the Lord. Yeah. Obviously, he is. But, like... Yeah. Well, he's into a lot of these ladies, apparently. 41 grand. Is he Southern Baptist? No idea. I forget where he was born. California. He was born in California. California Baptist. Indiana died in California. Okay. Well, if he... You know, thinking of how some people, like, feel like... God is talking to them. Yeah. It could be God is telling you you need to marry this woman. Mm. And then it God doesn't want you to be married to her anymore. You yeah. need to marry this new woman. Interesting. So there's like a religious component to so. do. I don't know. Apparently I'm pretty confident it was creepy congregation stuff. Apparently he just liked getting married and being with different women. Like I couldn't find any allegations like of abuse or that he like coerced these women or like gave them anything to get in. It just truly seems like he liked to marry women and would get restless and then just amicably part ways with these women. So if he had an annulment, and I know yeah. we don't know anything about this, but that's okay. Does that mean he doesn't have to pay child support? I think so. I think so. Does Lawyers, yeah, right into tddmargmail.com. After a certain amount of time, it's hard to get an annulment, yeah. let alone kids. Yeah. So Annulment, is it's intended for like... I guess this wouldn't be an intention, but nowadays you get drunk in Vegas and you get married so that you don't say you were married. Any legal experts write into tddmar at gmail.com. Let us know just the broad strokes. What's the difference between an annulment and a marriage? Yeah. So I'm assuming if you have kids, you can't get an annulment. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's had, he has 41 kids, apparently. They didn't all get annulled, though. Yeah. Well, most of them got annulled. This Wikipedia says 19 kids. Interesting. Well, uh, maybe forty-one grandchildren. Nine, anyway, yeah, nineteen kids is less than one a marriage. So yeah. So one of the interesting points about this guy is, though, one of his marriages did last more than one year, 
actually many more than one year. One of his marriages lasted 11 years. The his his 28th or 26th marriage, depending on which reference you go with, lasted 11 years to a lady named Christine Camacho. Pretty cool name, right? <laughs> like how from 1984 to 1995. So like he had a marriage that lasted very long. But then that ended yeah. as well. I'm so, on the Wikipedia, and I'm only seeing one annulment. The rest, I'll say divorced. The great irony of Glenn, quote-unquote, Scotty Wolf. How do you get the middle name Scotty from, I don't know. Maybe he's from Scotland. I don't know. The great irony is of the, is, I, would, oh, I would guess Glenn is a pretty Scottish name, I would think. Or yeah. Irish, Scottish, or I, I never know the difference. I don't know. Sorry, everyone, all our listeners in Scotland and Ireland. If you live in Scotland, write into tddmar at gmail.com. Let, let us know, what is a Glenn? All right. The great irony oh, is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so her his last marriage was a was a publicity stunt for sure. I was about to get into that. the most his, married woman. Oh, sorry. Yeah, did I step yeah on right. That? Exactly. The great irony is that even though he's married so many times, he died alone. He was married to 30-ish odd women, and he died just alone. Like I said, none of his ex-wives came to his funeral. Only one of his kids came to the funeral, and that was one kid that was trying to connect with his dad, and just it didn't happen. He left his estate, his like his, I guess his Baptist minister estate, he left it to the guy that worked at the local print shop in town, <laughs> Because Scotty needed to make so many copies of marriage licenses and divorce decrees that he became buddies with the guy that worked at the print shop That's in town. That's a good bit. When he, he, did, he didn't even leave it to his kids. He left all of his estate to this dude. I think he's fascinating. Yes, the last marriage that he had, he married the most divorced woman in Vegas. And actually, that's another issue of sadness was, is that this woman didn't even want to, like, take care of, like, anything. Didn't want to take care of any of his, like, you know, personal effects or any of his, like, estate. She just wanted to be done with it. And she actually felt like, oh, man, I'm being, like, uh, I'm being labored by putting, having have to deal with all this. Yeah, it was crazy stuff. A sad life, actually, kind of lived sadly, unfortunately, even though he had the most amount of marriages. What's up, guys? My name is Chris. I'm Roger. And welcome to Two Drunks Don't Make a Right. We got a great one for you. Unfortunately, we don't have Dave with us. We've tried to figure out a new way to revamp the show for when Dave's not here, because unfortunately, just honestly, we all have lives that we have to make, and we can't make time out to do this like podcast all the time, especially since some of us have... New responsibilities in our life that are very demanding and we can't take, you know, can't, you know, take time off for. And a peek behind the scenes, Dave does not live in the same city as yeah. Chris and I. Yeah, we're trying to make this work. So, it, yeah, anyway, the point of the matter is we're trying to revamp the show. So when we, it's just, when it's just Roger and I, when we're just Roger and I is talking, have a good time, we like to call these two drunk to make a right shows. Bald and tall shows. And guess which one of us is bald and which one of us is tall. Because listeners in the home, you might not know this. This is a fun game for you to play. Which one do you think is the bald one and which one do you think is the tall, taller one? <laughs> Just listen to our voices. Just wish, listen to our voices. Does this voice sound tall or does this voice sound bald? What about this voice? Does this voice sound bald or does this voice sound tall? Uh, hence, uh, spoiler, I guess, for anybody who was really trying to work that out. I am the bald one. Roger is the... Tall one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm bald and he's tall. If you ever ever seen the show before, this is basically a game show. Roger and I were just going to talk for a while and the person at the end of the episode with the most points wins. It's all fun. It's all fair. It's all right. On two drunks, don't make it right. I'm excited. Also in the audience we have with us today is Bartender K. Woo! Hey, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, so she's uh, hanging out with us while we do all this fun shenanigans stuff. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, I was just looking up on the internet. I didn't know this when I was looking for it at the time, but when you look for the most divorces, you're also looking for the most marriages at the same time. They go hand in hand. Usually. Yeah. So yeah, it's like looking for, I don't know, the most snow, you're going to find the most cold place. You know, just, just fun things you're going to find. Anyway, all right, on this week's episode, we're going to do kind of a shorter episode, I think, hopefully. Probably not. It's probably going to be longer than anyone we've ever done before. On this one, we're just going to do a bunch of make-a-choices, where Bartender K is going to draw some uh, fun would-you-rather topics out of a hat, and Roger and I are just going to be off the cuff, make our decision on these uh, choices. So we'll be forced to make a choice between one of two, sometimes three options, and we're going to have to defend that choice, and then assign each other points based on what we did. Okay, so the way I'm going to um, assign points, one point goes to the person I agree with. Two points goes to the person who makes the best argument. And I think Chris and I can still give each other or take away points yeah. based on what we say during it. If you ever ever listened to uh, past two Don't Make a Red episodes, it's a free market point system where anybody on the podcast can just give or take away any amount of points for any reason. So yeah, I can give Roger a thousand points because I like the argument he makes, or Roger can take away 500 points for me for any reason whatsoever. It's all fair. It's all right. On two Don't Make a Red. All right. All right, let's do this. All right, you want to get into it? All right, so we got a baseball cap full of suggestions, probably about 30 or 40 suggestions. I don't know how many we're going to do. It depends on how long this is going to take. All right, Bartridge Decay, what do we got? All right, Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Would you? Ch- chips Ahoy. <laughs> You're going to choose a Chips Ahoy over an Oreo? Sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that that quickly. We're doing gonna- Oreos or Chips Ahoy? I'm taking a Chips Ahoy. You're going to choose an or- a Chips Ahoy over an Oreo. Absolutely. Okay, people at home, write into tddmar at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this. Also, play at home, because I imagine a lot of you at home right now are saying, how can you choose a Chips Ahoy over an Oreo? Have you seen an Oreo? It's yeah. amazing. So... What Make it, your case for a Chips Ahoy. Okay, what is the most famous cookie of all time? Chocolate Oreo. <laughs> what if oh, I was going to say if you get an ice cream cookie dough, but cookies and cream is a pretty famous. Yeah, ice cream. cookies and cream. And guess what that is? That's an Oreo. So do I want a chocolate cracker <laughs> and yelled. icing, or do I want cookie dough and chocolate chips? And I I, I think it's a no brainer. I'd rather have a chocolate chip cookie than an iced wafer. It's not an iced wafer. That's literally that's, what it is. That's a, that's a misunderstanding I of what a you, great cookie it is. Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Oreo right now, the people who invented it, are rolling over their graves. I imagine they're dead. <laughs> I, I don't need icing is what I'm yeah. saying. I, I'd rather have a chocolate chip than an icing as my my sweet topper to my cookie. There's no, like, there's no, there's no finesse to Chips Ahoy. There's, there's a whole ritual to an Oreo. You know, you get to, okay. Roger, okay, picture yourself. Okay, you're, you're, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you just went on a date with a, with a lady. Let's say she sparked her kid. You just went on a date with a lady. You had a great night out. You had a great time. You take her back to your place, right? <laughs> and, all right, and you're like, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, let's just watch, uh, watch a movie or snuggle up on the couch or something like that. And you're like, okay, I got some dessert too. And you bring out an Oreo, okay? And you bring out a pack of, a pack of Oreos. 
and you guys are drinking whatever drinks you want to drink, and you get to do that fun thing together where you're like, oh, what part of the Oreo do you like more? Do you like the center more? Do you do you like the creamy center, or do you like the uh, chip more? And you can be like, oh, okay, how do you how do you, there's so many topics of conversation that you have, you are guaranteed to get laid <laughs> when you have an Oreo at your house versus a Chips Ahoy? What are you going to do? Just crumble a Chips Ahoy and hopefully eat it off of somebody? I don't know. <laughs> Oreo is the best cookie for dates. It's the best cookie for going out. It's the best cookie when you're by yourself trying to make an Oreo shake in the cup. It's See, I'd amazing. rather have a chocolate chip cookie dough shake than an Oreo shake. But that's not Chips Ahoy. That's a chocolate chip cookie. We're not comparing the... Ch- chip, what do you think a Chips Ahoy cookie is? But that's not... The Chips Ahoy... I agree it's not the best version of a chocolate chip cookie, which kind of makes its case for me. Yeah. It's the it's it's not even the best version, and it's still better than an Oreo. There's no better Oreo. Like it just is what it is. Uh, there's no yeah yeah you're right. There's nothing better than perfection because there's no there's nobody better. There's no actor better in the world than Orlando Bloom because that guy is perfection right there. He's been playing the same character in Lord of the Rings for the last three three hundred years. It seems like it's Oreo. It's amazing. Are we are we debating this right now? Are we are we going to just, are we going to seriously look in the eyes of the American people and say that Oreo is not the best cookie? It's fine. I think that's what do you the, mean? Oh, this isn't even me trying to rankle you. An Oreo is fine to me. Oreo is just fine, fine to you. All right, here's what you got to do. In a Get, world where I can have an Oreo, that's a world where I can have any cookie I want. Yeah. And I'm not picking an Oreo if I can have any cookie I want. Are you picking a Chips Ahoy before an Oreo? Before an Oreo, yeah. Oh, my God. Absolutely. All right. So and do you do... So <laughs> I know as adults, we don't just have milk lying around. That's Oreos always. Oh, you do you dip it all that? Chips Ahoy dipped is so much better than an Oreo dip. Oh, you're, I was just about to ask you about dipping. You're dipping, saying that dipping if you have is milk, better with a Chips Ahoy? <laughs> if you have milk in your house... I don't even want to see an Oreo. Give me boxes of Chips Ahoy over what Oreos you, if there's mu- milk Oreo in is literally Milk's favorite cookie. That was in an ad. <laughs> that was in an advertisement. An advertisement had that in there. Chips I don't, I've never even seen an ad for a Chips Ahoy. Because it's just, it is what it is. You're getting yourself some chocolate chip cookies. Chips Ahoy doesn't even make sense. It's a pun on a name, but there's no ship. <laughs> there's no boats. What does Oreo mean? Oreo, I imagine it is some amalgamation. It's some, like, you know, thing out there. It's like, oh, man, I can't think of an O word. <laughs> Outstanding recreational eating orifice. I feel like normally That's in an Oreo. Group, I'm the, the sweets guy. Like, I'm the one, I like a sweet drink. I like... Oreo, it's just pure sugar is all you're in it for. What do you it's think a very in Chips Ahoy? <laughs> no, very sugary, but Oreo, it's a very dry chocolate cookie. That's you don't why, like the word that's wafer. That's why it's milk's favorite you don't cookie. Like the, when do you have milk on? I guess you have a kid. So I have a kid. Milk I have on. milk all the time. I'm I'm crowded with milk. I'm, I'm I take showers but in milk. Even, it's weird, but like it's great. You don't like the word wafer, but it's a very dry chocolate cookie with Icing, which is just sugar, just pure sugar wiped on top of it. It's chocolate chip cookie has I imagine cookie flavoring, cream. chocolate chips. <laughs> What's better than that? Like, are you even like? All right, get a glass of milk. Get like six Oreos. This was my move back in the day. This was my high school move with an Oreo cookie. You get a glass of milk and you get like a six sleeve or Oreo cookies. You take four of those Oreos. And you just dunk them in the water and let them float down to the bottom like so many 
so many so many things that float to the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. Let's say let's say a, a boat or a log or a shrimp. Like so many things that just float to the bottom of the ocean. And you take the other two, you dip them in there, you have fun. You drink the whole glass of milk, but you leave the cookies at the bottom. Next thing you know, you got a bunch of soggy cookies in the bottom, and you just drink. You just you know suck it back, and it's great. It tastes good. So it's, it's very sugary chocolate milk. Yeah. Or you could have chocolate chip cookies and milk. Possibly the most famous treat that any person has ever had. Like Oreo is the Oreo cookie that you buy at the store is the best version of Oreo that you can make. The Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookie that's not the best version of the chocolate chip cookie that I can make. My mom, my grandmother, everybody makes better versions of chocolate so chip cookies. So you would take those chocolate chip cookies over an Oreo is what you're saying? For the sake of this argument, no, I would not. <laughs> I think <laughs> this, you saw where this was going. For this argument, I would not. But but that's how we're arguing. What we're arguing is these two cookies. And the fact that the one that you buy at the store, the Oreo that you buy at the store, that's better than any Oreo that you can make. So your argument is an Oreo is better than a Chips Ahoy because Chips Ahoy... That's will remind a, you of how much better chocolate chip cookies are than that's, Oreos. That's a portion of my or- argument. <laughs> Did you not hear the date <laughs> argument that I made earlier? Because I think that solidified <laughs> why I like Oreos. Because you can get laid a lot easier with an Oreo than you can get laid with a Chips Ahoy. All right, wonderful. That's our time. That's um, our time? We're timing these now? <laughs> you want to get through a handful of them. You spent like 30 minutes on one thing. Well, it's mostly marriage talk. <laughs> I do Uh, love it. Okay, so... Your last point definitely persuaded me more. Really? Because you said, yeah, I think... Wow. I'm sorry. That couldn't have... That, to me, felt like a point in my favor. I'm... I'm flabbergasted. Uh, I'm giving you and I both a point, though, for being passionate about this. Both of your arguments. (laughs) Oh my god! The Oreos are vegan, so they appeal to everybody. You should have said that Chips Ahoy is also a cereal, so of course you're gonna have it with milk, like obviously. Oreos are also a cereal. Yeah, but called Oreos. (laughs) (laughs) What is the Chips Ahoy cereal? I wasn't familiar with that. uh, That cookie crisps. It's not really Chips Ahoy. It's just Uh, chocolate chip cookies. See, I feel like you guys are playing the game where Chips Ahoy is just every chocolate chip cookie. No, it's a chocolate chip cookie. And chocolate chip cookies are so much better than Oreos. <laughs> but we're saying Chips Ahoy versus Oreo. All right, so where do we land on that, Bartender K? Uh, you have two, Roger has one. All right, I, I'm also to going me. to give us both a point because I feel like we both got passionate about that. And I did, they were really so passionate about this. I could, or I could literally argue about that for another five minutes. Yeah, you're not going to. All right, <laughs> uh, would you rather sleep in a bunk bed? Or a waterbed. Waterbed. 100%. (laughs) Waterbed. Give it to me straight. Give it to me squishy. (laughs) Go on with a waterbed. All right. I'm going to. So you're with your. We're both married. So we're both with our wives, right? (laughs) God. This is terrible. Well, I feel like this is unfair for you because you're with your wife right now. My wife would be yelling at me right now about a (laughs) waterbed. Yeah, I'm going to win. I'm going to win two points. With one sentence here okay. <laughs> on why bunk beds are better than water beds. Uh, water beds are going to hurt your back. <laughs> are they? Yeah, you're not on a firm surface. <laughs> well, no. That okay. back is just bending and sloshing around all well, night. Well, all right. So bunk here's bed a- is just a bed. You just sleep on the bottom bunk and you're, it's just a bed. Here's the best thing about the water bed, okay? It has survived for like at least 30 or 40 years. When did water beds become invented? I think around 70s. Right? <laughs> water beds are more... <laughs> Durable than bunk beds in history? No, I'm saying that they've lasted for like 
I want to say 50 years. They've been around since the 70s. So let's just say for about 50-ish years, waterbeds have been a thing. And they've stuck around. And I don't why? know that they have. When's the last time you knew someone that said, I sleep on a waterbed? Listeners, write into tddmargmail.com because I know a couple of you creepy people have waterbeds. Because I know a lot of people that have bunk beds. I don't know anyone that has a waterbed. Are, is it children? Who yeah. has bunk beds? Okay. Every child. <laughs> All right. I, okay, fair. I do not know a single person that I would like to admit that I know that has a waterbed. <laughs> but I will say, waterbed fits my lifestyle. All right? I'm a guy. I'm making the scene. I'm flashing the dollar bills. I'm going out and I'm having a good time. Of course, my bed at home is going to be water. And it's going to be great. Like a 70s predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got chest hair, a mustache, and no hair up top. That's who I am. <laughs> Some type of uh, some type of suspenders, maybe. Who knows? Also, fun fact about the seventies: short shorts for guys are coming back. So, I gotta say, not not the biggest fan, but you know, whatever. I feel like they're already peaked and probably on the way out at this point. Are they on the way out? Well, thank God. But waterbed, I feel I. So uh, my my passion for waterbeds is more of a feeling, where I be feel like. If <laughs> Have you, you ever you, slept on a waterbed? No. <laughs> I've been on a water, and I, I grew up sleeping on a bunk bed. <laughs> so maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm just, just like over it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just over it. I'm, it's just it's 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 all uh, bunked out to me. But no, for water beds, it's more of a feeling of like, who do I want to be? We all know bunk beds are like who we should be, <laughs> but who do you want to be? And I want to be a water bed, and I feel like that's why I I'm going water beds. I think it'd be really bad on our 30-something backs. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, feel yeah. like uh, bunk bed, occasionally, you'd, if you want to, you can just climb a ladder before bed. That seems fun. <laughs> if you have one like I had growing right. up, your feet really hurt on the way up there, and then you you get to relax once you get up to bed. Listeners at home, we're over six feet tall, so Roger <laughs> and I aren't climbing many ladders <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> and uh, has there ever been a water scene in a movie? Very possible, but I yeah. can't think of one. Better than the stepbrothers bunk bed scene. And you can just occasionally make your spouse chuckle by going, look how much room we have for activities. <laughs> and and I, I, I want to give you a point because your significant other did chuckle right there. So good job getting a point on that, Run Raj. But I don't I'm, want to sway the jury, but I feel like I have this one in the back. <laughs> well, okay. You think you do. But I'm about to pick up the big, big guns, and I think we all know what it is. And I think there's an elephant in the room right now. With waterbeds <laughs> that we're not saying, but we know it exists. But you know it and I know it. After a couple of glasses of Chardonnay or some type of other wine, after a little bit of hot spicy wings to get your belly all folded up <laughs> and feel weird to get yourself in the mood, if you know what I mean, because that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, let's make a burger, Caleb. <laughs> To get yourself in that headspace, you know you want nothing better to do than to see what it's like to be, let's say, intimate with each other on a waterbed. <laughs> just to see what it's like, just to see what's going on, what's so going to happen. argument for you want a waterbed is because it might be, <laughs> some things might be more fun. They seem like they'd be more fun. I feel like it's going to be more awkward for the most part. Well, okay. Guys, it's going to be harder to do. That's yeah. just an end of story. Or also, maybe, flip side. guys, motion of the ocean is a word. And what more of an ocean is there than a waterbed? Counterpoint that I think if your wife was here, she might agree with me on. 
as people who've been married for a while and you have a kid. Yeah. Bunk bed, you have the option to sleep by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're discounting, though, the possible... Okay, I look at a bunk bed, right? I look at a bunk bed. How much of your life is that versus how much of your life is you got to sleep on this thing? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know, you may be right on that, okay? You may be right, I'd say, out of a 365-day year, you may be right... 364 days, but that one day in a mid Go to a hotel in a mid July day when it's all hot and your AC is broken and the windows are up and you can hear everything going on around you and it's the middle of the day but you're 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 by yourself or whatever and you want to get down to brass tacks. They said. I think that almost was you. You almost made your best argument, which is I bet they're pretty cool. I bet yeah. they're cold, which I like a cold bed. Yeah, it's a it's an insulated surface. Water is a great insulator. Uh, so yeah, I think just the possibilities with a waterbed are endless in that arena. And again, I know you're not going to use it all the time, but like once a year <laughs> on your anniversary or on your birthday, when your wife's just like, "All right, what do you want to do? All okay. right, that that well, again? Okay, fine." <laughs> I would It'd if that great. was the question. If the question was, you have your normal bed, and then in another room you have a second option, yeah. then sure, water bed. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that was the question. I thought the question was every night you're sleeping on this. No, bed. No, every night you're sleeping on it. I'm just saying it's worth it for that one night <laughs> on your birthday where your le- wife lets you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, with that. Um, I'll figure out all three points. <laughs> Come on! And here's why. One, I'm over 30 and I have back issues, so I can't sleep on a walk. A kangaroo back. court. <laughs> two, he said, and I was waiting for this, you can sleep in two different beds. I'm very pro of that right now. I don't know why. I just am. But you, um, got, you guys... I'm very tall. I take up a lot of a bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, Chris didn't earn a single point because he said... You're gonna have sex on a waterbed. That just seems so much more difficult. And I'm not trying to do <laughs> what that. do you mean? That seems so motion of the ocean. <laughs> Honey, you gotta, you gotta get in there first. Yeah, you gotta get in position. <laughs> I'm giving myself a boy for that because I feel like that is an argument that is good enough for a boy, and I am drastically frustrated that you guys haven't <laughs> that you guys haven't entertained the fact that that's worth a point. <laughs> nope, sorry. All right. All right. They, let's go on to it. But again, that's why I love this game. Because I didn't think I would have a strong opinion on a waterbed versus a bunk bed, but I do. This should be a quick one. Beer pong or kings? Kings. Beer pong. All right, so I chose kings because it's a great game. It's fantastic. It's a social game. Beer pong. Hey, Raj, what's the max amount of players that can play a beer pong game? The most I've ever played with is six. You played with six people at a beer pong? Yeah, you were there. And it was oh, it was probably 20, yeah. but there were six consistent players. Yeah. We played beer pong with 300 cups, so people just walked by and take a shot. That was a pretty but good But generally time. four. You, the answer you wanted was four. It makes sense because I had a hard time remembering that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a reason why I have a hard time remembering that night. It's because six of us played beer pong with 300 cups. For probably six straight hours. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Thank God for college, right? But, yes, four is the answer that is the correct answer that you were looking for. Do you want to know how many people can play a game of Kings? 52 people. Because there's 52 decks in a card. So you get to make friends with 52 people. If you're in college, that's 52 chances you have of hooking up with somebody that you like. 
It's a great tie. 51? 50, I You're guess. Not trying to hook up. Are you trying to hook up yourself, Chris? I'm usually trying to hook up with myself, yeah. <laughs> that's the last resort. <laughs> no, that's, that's like resort number three. <laughs> All right, I, three or four, depending will, on the night. I will agree. That's the the argument in favor of kings is that it can be a bigger group. I agree with that. My counter to that is kings. You're relying on a lot of people to pay attention while drinking. Yeah, which is not easy. It's hard. I've rarely been in a game of kings with you that really lasts. That's not probably six or fewer people. Honestly, Raj, I blame us because we play in environments that aren't great. But you play kings, people are drinking. The point of it is you drink, but the longer you play, the less you're going to pay attention, but the more you have to pay attention. Here's what you need to do. Play kings in a garage, and there's nothing else going on. (laughs) There's no other parties. There's no other things. Beer pong has no learning curve. Everyone either knows it or can be told it in two seconds. You throw the ping pong ball. If it gets in the cup, they drink. Yeah, it's over. You're done. The games are quick. Within you say you can only play with four people, but that's only the four people play in the moment. You can have 16 people playing, and every four minutes you shift them out because you made the shots. But we've all been there. Everyone can do it. You don't have to think about anything. You're just tossing balls. If you suck at it, tossing everyone balls. forgets. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it feel, but you got that awkward thing where you're waiting for a game. It's like, oh, do you do you have next? Oh yeah, we have next. You know, it's it's not it's not a good time. What's the the awkward thing in Kings though is when you're seven people away from playing and then you got to remember oh am I supposed to point at the ceiling? Why why did Joe just go leave? Oh he's getting another beer. Do we wait for him or do we? Okay well Joe's back but now Mike has to go get another beer. Kings is great because it gives you like there's a rule book you get a you get to be the guy that's like famous drunk people want a rule book. <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit the cows want to be in a pasture not in an open field. Is that, is that what a pasture is? The cows want to be at a pen versus... Anyway, th- th- some people need direction in life. And when you're the king master or whatever it's called, the guy who's leading the king's thing, you'd be like, oh, yeah, eight means date or whatever. You cha- choose a person to drink with you. Or ten means categories. And it's a great time. You can change up the rules. You can make up rules in kings, which is great. So your creativity goes up there. You get a... We make did a, a fantasy football draft beer, beer pong. You don't get more uh, more creative than that. I let's just say for everyone listening at home, you get a bunch of different color cups. Each yeah. color cup is a position. You write a number on those cups, and then you have you just take whatever cheat sheet you want, ESPN, whoever. If you hit the number eight quarterback cup, you you drafted the number eight quarterback in the league. It's a great fun. I I really got to go back to our high school days. I mean, not high school, our college days, because I forget that. That's why we did the beer. Pong. <laughs> I forget that's why we did. Is that, is that, that the, was 300? the second one? We that did the second one. Cup beer pong just to see how it went. Yeah, and then we did a fantasy football Man. draft via it. It was a good time though, because the whole island was covered in cups. I loved it, but I would have loved it more if it was a Kings game. <laughs> if we had a three hundred Kings game going on, that would have been great. I, I, I've just I as a person who wants games to finish. I don't like I don't like soccer. I don't like ties. I want there to be a winner. See, there's not a winner in Kings. You in know King, what you that just attracted from your points. You? No, I'm just saying like that's my personality. Like I need there to be a if we're gonna play a game, I want there to be a resolution to the game. And Kings every time Kings just kind of peters out. Yeah, because people stop paying attention. Because that's life, Rod. It's frustrating. Some, yeah, life just peters out. Sometimes, Beer pong, right? you play a game, you either keep playing or you stop because yeah. the game's over. Do you want to rack them up, re-rack them, or do you want to walk away? So with Kings, though. I got okay. So this is a little bit of delving into my personal life. 
But with kings, you know, I've had more romantic success with kings than with any other drinking game in the world. Because you get to hang out with people. You get to talk to them. You get to know them. You get to play games with them. Beer pong, there's a table of difference between us. I can't tell who's on that other table. Um, It's horrible. I would say to pick someone to flirt with kings would be better. One-on-one flirting, beer pong is pretty tough to beat because you're at a table with a person. All right. You're either right next to them or you're directly deciding if they drink or not or then and they're shooting at you. I feel like if you already are flirting with someone, beer pong is going to be better. I don't know, man. Kings is more of a group, like, figure out if you want to flirt with somebody. Because you get to do the waterfall in Kings, so you get to all hang out together. <laughs> I think it's just a good time. Create a rule. You can create some fun rules, if you know what I mean. Roger. I just winked at Roger. <laughs> yeah, all this talk of flirting, these games we've only played with each other, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, because it isn't like, there's not a lot of ladies in our life when we do these drink games. It's just you and me and Dave. <laughs> Reminds me of an Office Christmas yeah. episode where Kevin asks if there'll be girls there. And Pam goes, it's just us, Kevin. There's never, why do you think yeah. there'll be girls here? <laughs> it is just us. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm so, yeah, I mean, maybe that speaks more to me. But anyway, I still think Kings is a good, Kings is a good game. It I'll ma- play Kings, but it's hard to, I'd rather play beer pong. Before the end of the year, we're going to play Kings. We'll, when you come over for like Thanksgiving or Christmas sometime, I, we'll do Kings. I would give you that, that at, at our, in the 30s, Kings is easier to get started like you got to decide we're gonna play beer pong today i'll give you that but if i'm at a college party which i feel like is the essence of the question also okay i'd rather play beer pong kings you know what you don't do at kings no chances of getting herpes with kings with beer pong water cups baby oh yeah the water cup works yeah that works no how does that not work? You don't drink the oh, water. Oh, are you talking about washing it off or filling the cups with no, water? fill the cups with water. Oh. And then you, I, dr- you, have, you drink a side beer. I guess, but you're still getting herpes some way from that game. <laughs> yeah, because you have such a better shot at flirting. Don't you? <laughs> you're making... Hey, well, the second you make out with one thing, <laughs> that's the second you get herpes. All right. Kings is the one where you're drinking a beer that everyone has touched the tab of. <laughs> yeah, but how dirty are people's fingers, Raj? Really? How dirty? Um... Chris, you're going to get two points for that. Yes! Wow, Which one do I win for? What points do I get? Uh, you got oh. it because... No, two got, would be the argument. Yeah, uh, yeah you won the argument. Roger got it because... Or Roger got one point because I do prefer beer pong. What was the things. argument? Um, He really had this, like, nostalgia <laughs> for kings. I did. And, like, just... <laughs> it really touched my heart. Can I tell you what, what you? that nostalgia is, though? Because <laughs> I was there for it? <laughs> No, so my it's a group of people having a great time, and then Chris just pulling out a deck of cards <laughs> and saying, "Can we play kings?" And everyone saying no, and then him just doing it anyway. <laughs> I will say that it, that's that, what the nostalgia. Is. I will say from the years of like 2015 to 2017, <laughs> that was my move, <laughs> or even like 2014. Yeah, we. We, for a year at college, just had 10 water cups set up on the kitchen table, and you would just start playing randomly. Yeah, Yeah, I I get that, but he had a lot of emotions. All right, whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, It's also a cleaner game, Kings, which you didn't mention, and you should have. I kind of mentioned the herpes. When you said... This is what it, I thought when you were going into mm-hmm. herpes that that's what you're gonna say. You didn't have Zamboni. Yeah. It's a Zamboni with beer pong. Sometimes. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. I will, there, there is a lot of... Yeah, people get a little... Yeah. There was a lot of nostalgia. That was the drink game I played, like, most in undergrad and Chillicothe, I would say. Mm-hmm. Beer pong a little bit. A lot of kings. It was a good time. All right, Bart Decay has pulled out another one. Also, just I want to do like a little bit of profile on our like uh, profile on our uh, personalities. Raj is the more analytical, uh, you know, log- logical guy, and I'm more of the feelings guy. A little left brain, right brain going on. So I think that's probably what fuels our uh, friendship. But uh, anyway, just a little bit of personality delve into us. All right, I need you to pick one, two, or three. Do the one you laughed at. I I can laugh at all of them. One, two, or three. Raj, you got this. One. All right. Um, do you think <laughs> that it is more boring to watch soccer or to watch <laughs> baseball? All right. So this is another one of our personalities. Roger, hey, what sport did you play in high school? Baseball. Hey, Chris. Yeah, Chris. What sport did you play in high school? Soccer. <laughs> so I think soccer is more boring. I think baseball is more boring, and I—it's not even a—it's not even a—it's not, so not even a contest. Chris definitely will get one point. Bartender K is a soccer fanatic. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to have to really work for this one. I have a lot of good arguments on this. She's one. heard all my arguments, though. Is the point is going to hurt me? Right now, I don't remember. This, so let's go. Just pretend we're uh, just pretend we're some guy in Idaho that's right. listening to this podcast for the Hi, first time. Here. Yeah. So here is my main my main argument for why soccer would be more boring than baseball. Okay. Baseball, at any given moment, something can happen. The game can change literally on every pitch. I, I, think, agree, I fully understand okay. it doesn't. Most pitches, nothing happens. Yeah. But yeah. you don't know which pitch it's going to happen on. Yeah. Soccer, you can really feel out, oh, can I just go to the bathroom? Because nothing's going to happen for the next three minutes. But oh. Whereas baseball, it's each pitch could just be a ball two. Yeah. Or Rajai Davis could hit a homer and... Game seven, a guy that's never hit a homer, hasn't hit a, hit four homers all year, whatever he hit. Yeah. Suddenly he hits a homer. You don't know when that's coming. It could happen at any given moment. Lightning could strike at any time. I guess, but soccer is similar that way, too. The thing that I have against baseball is... But, so I agree soccer, like the scoring, you don't know like when they're yeah. going to score. But most of the time, the ball is just kind of in mid the midfield area. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, you can yeah. see, you see the shot building. Like, oh, they're building towards a shot. Yeah. Baseball, it's every single pitch is a shot. There's a sh- there's two hundred shots a game. Yeah. And it's which one of these is going to be the one? So, Raj, I have to tell you, a lot of my argument for soccer is going to be outside of the game itself. <laughs> you know why soccer is interesting? Because of the fans of soccer. It's such an amazing sport. The fans of soccer, not only are they worldwide, literally they are quite possibly the most diverse set of fans for any sport that's ever made because it's literally worldwide. Like they have they they destroy some fans of these games for like these petty don't mean anything games destroy the stadium every time they play and the chance that they do during these games are amazing the fans of soccer so, so much eclipse the fans of baseball that that makes the soccer games so much more and you interesting. You don't find the soccer fans annoying after four minutes because it's the same chance over and over again. They just change the words. To each team or whatever, like 
the Vuvuzelas, that's what you're arguing for? Oh that's, that's the exciting part <laughs> oh of soccer? Oh, my God, you, had, you uncovered the rock. Like, you uncovered the rock. I was hoping it was say close, the Vuvuzelas. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just told me the reason it's more exciting is what's happening not on the field. Raj. <laughs> you have to look away from the field to get the excitement. <laughs> the fans of soccer. Like, like they have to separate soccer fields into one side versus the other because if they all men are mingled together, there'd be fights and deaths half the time because people care about this sport so much. The things that are, I know that baseball is the great American pastime, but soccer is some people's only way that they feel anything in this world. Some guy in England who works a job in a coal mine, I don't know if they have those in England, but let's just say they do. He, is not the biggest cliche about baseball that it's the only way to connect with your father? <laughs> That's that, literally point. There's hundreds of movies that are purely about my dad likes baseball. The only one I think of right now is Walk Hard <laughs> when they're throwing the baseball <laughs> back together. Yeah, playing catch together. That's the only one I think of right now. Uh, I guess, but still. You don't want to have a catch? You don't want to go field of dreams and have a catch with your dead dad? So. <laughs> We would do this thing, because I'm a twin, we would do this thing called running bases where my dad would throw a ball back and forth, and we would, like, yeah. Anyway. Sounds like so, pickle. Yeah, pickle. Exactly. This is yeah, what we would do. We wouldn't do it. Anyway. But for soccer, you can drink during it. I know you can do that during baseball, but you get more drunk. And then Again, the most famous sport associated <laughs> with beer. Yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Though There's the World Cup. The For soccer, the World Cup is actually a World Cup. The World Series for baseball is just USA and Canada. Maybe Japan one of these days if they ever get around to it. But the World Cup for the USA is the <laughs> for not for the USA. The World yeah, Cup not for the USA, for, yeah. the World Cup. We're gonna delete that out. The World Cup for soccer is the World Cup. I know FIFA isn't the best organization in the world. A yeah. lot would say they're Let's the worst. Let's get some people and watch, us, watch players we've never heard of play against each other. But at least it's true to its name. And yes, maybe a lot of deaths happened in Qatar over the last <laughs> World Cup. And maybe there was a very exploited population. But you know what? Making omelets and cracking eggs. And I know that's inappropriate sometimes, but that's what we're saying right now with that World Cup. So yes, that's why I like soccer. Also, Although, getting back to the game. Yeah, I was going to say, my arguments are for why your, it's not boring. Is, is basically, if we stop watching the game, what would be more interesting? <laughs> I have to I have to go back and say, The sport my of baseball yeah. is people taking a rock, throwing it as hard as they can at each other, and trying to hit it with a stick. I, How is that less exciting than tw- 22 people jogging for a long time? I will say, my arguments aren't. Being very good to the question that was asked, my arguments are which one's better, soccer or baseball, and I'm going with soccer. All right, so let me prove to you why, what's easier to prove, why soccer is more interesting to watch or why baseball is less interesting to watch. All right, so baseball. I, I think that just answered the question. So with It's easier for you to argue baseball is boring than soccer is exciting. There's nothing. Soccer doesn't have the excitement factor. I think I can get more excited about watching baseball than you can get about watching soccer. All right, Raj. The question's which is more boring, but I think the fact that you didn't want to argue for soccer being exciting on the field is tough. Raj, you know what? On any given day, you'd be correct. But on today, when the sun's out right now and the sun's shining, and we all have just woken up recently, it's not eleven o'clock at night <laughs> when we recorded this podcast. 
one side is so much more boring than the other that I have to make this argument. All right, let's hear it. Raj, baseball has people who are renowned for being able just to BS during the games when there's nothing going on. The announcers for baseball, the pitch callers, the guys that can just talk about nothing, can talk about getting their dishwasher replaced (laughs) or getting their lawn mowed or this weird thing that happens to them at a bank. Those guys get more coverage and are more renowned and get this aura of greatness about them more than some of the players do because they have to fill up so much time when there's nothing going on. Baseball just had to change the rules to make it more interesting. And and it's a lot more interesting. It's interesting. But why are those guys so famous? How did they get renowned? Because they're they're talking? They talk? Why are people listening if it's so boring? Because people like stupid sports, like baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's my argument. For that. So it's 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 so boring. They have to talk about dishwashers. Yet they're extremely famous. <laughs> Who's announcing soccer games that you're watching? You know what? I get what you're trying to do here, Roger. I don't appreciate it at all. Who's talking about it? I feel like I'm trying to make a bridge right now, and you're just dismantling all the pieces I made to make this bridge. And I don't like that very much one bit. Also, baseball. Well, shit, I just talked about the mat. I was about to talk about the mascots, but soccer doesn't really have mascots. Yeah, no I can't mascot. say that. <laughs> the cheers are all, none of them are specific. Yeah. You, I agree the fans are rowdy. It's got nothing to do with the soccer. At least in America, it's 100%. Yeah. Hey, I'm allowed to go be rowdy. Let's yeah. go do this. So baseball drastically outdraws soccer. Way more people are going to baseball games in America, at least, well, than soccer games. In America, but I feel. Baseball games happen every single day. Yet, yet they draw more people. <laughs> Football gets more people than any other sport because they are so rare. Okay. Baseball happens every day, yet still gets 30,000 people a day. All right, Raj. Damn. So if I'm watching baseball, right, you know the type of people that I'm watching baseball with? Logical people. People that like stats. People like numbers. So I'm watching that with them. I'm not getting the people that are going to yell or scream. If I'm watching soccer with somebody, I'm watching soccer with a guy that has passion, with a lady that likes to wear her hair down and maybe her blouse unbuttoned. (laughs) (laughs) That's who you're choosing to watch sports with. And that is much more interesting to me than watching the guy that has an accountant degree versus the lady that's working part-time at a long-drawn silvers to pay for her child's daycare. I'd rather do that. <laughs> I think you're just watching the wrong with the wrong people. People are passionate people, about baseball. Let's just Again, say people. Just, <laughs> it's a very long game. I agree with that. They yeah. had to shorten it. Yeah. When it was three hours a day, people were listening and watching for three hours. You don't think those people are passionate? You think it's all? Oh, what what's his batting average today? Yeah. No, it's people going. Why would you throw that pitch there? What are you doing? Come on! Why are you swinging at that, Adam Dunn? Jay Bruce, lay off the low and away sliders. Again, baseball talk for anybody who's not asleep after that. Uh, <laughs> but the type I would think it's more interesting to watch soccer because the type of people I watch soccer with, they're more rowdy. They're more there's more buttons undone, whether guys or girls, ladies, <laughs> versus baseball people. So I, I think, would say yeah. this is an one last exciting thing about baseball. For All right, me. yeah, we got to wrap this up. There's so much happening on a baseball field that you just can't do. That like is oh my god, how did they do that? Like, have you the pitches they're throwing and everything? It's just not possible. Soccer, I'm not saying we could do it. I certainly couldn't. I can't yeah. play soccer to save my life. 
it's all kind of like very rarely is there something like, oh, I've never seen that before. Baseball today, like this version of baseball these days, every game you're going to see a pitch you've just never seen someone throw before. And then they're hitting the like it's it's insane to watch to try to think about what they're doing out there. Watching baseball, I feel like I have to have a degree in baseball. <laughs> Watching soccer, I'm just there for unbuttoned blouses. I can't go. I can't stop going back to that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting points for that. I, I got to be true to my form. So going back to soccer, watching soccer, I feel like I'm just having a good time drinking it, and I feel like I'm part again. I feel like I'm part of something with soccer. You're trying when I'm to avoid it. talking about the game. <laughs> when I'm watching soccer, again, this is back to the argument: which one's more boring to watch? When I'm watching soccer, I feel like I'm part of an atmosphere. I'm part of a culture. When I'm watching baseball, I'm just up in the stands with some guy named Roger that I'm hanging out with every once in a while. And yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know who she just said sorry to. Well, we'll you're going to get at the point. This yeah. was this was clear from the beginning. <laughs> we'll say that Bartender Decade does play soccer. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Roger, you'll get one point because I feel bad for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Chris. As I was taking my notes, you gave me more information. Even though you didn't stick to the um, yeah the thing, you still get your two points because yeah. I've fallen asleep or played on my phone more often watching baseball than I have soccer. So because so. you play it, so you're invested in it. We all knew he was getting the point for that. You didn't so you're me. you gave him the point. So you're saying the way you gave points means you agree with me, but he made better points. Yeah. <laughs> Raj, I will say you had a little bit of a biased jury there because, uh, again, she plays soccer. We got uh, we got one last round to go. One to. last round. What's the score? All right, we got one. Oh yeah, where are the where's the score standing? I'm gonna like give us. I'm gonna like have all three me. of us a point just for uh, being friends. I feel like you're smoking me. Okay. <laughs> that soccer one really wasn't fair. No. <laughs> but I'm gonna take the points anyway. But yeah, I've got a lot of text chains that would agree with me. <laughs> okay. Right um, into tddmargmail.com if you agree with Rod. Chris has 11 points. Mm-hmm. Roger has nine Oh, I didn't points. even bring up ties. 9-11, never <laughs> I forget. Have, I should have argued about ties. Yep. Roger has 9 points and I have 11 points? Like there's, a, there's an option that the game just ends and it didn't happen. <laughs> it's like nothing even happened. You In soccer? Time, yeah. You know? I'm sorry, Rod. You didn't, they didn't think about it. Sorry, what, buddy. Why are you playing a competition if there's not a winner? Okay, go ahead. Just got to let it go, buddy. 9-11, never <laughs> and forget. And Bartender K has one. Oh. Okay. Um, so, all right. Best holiday. Fourth of July, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. It's Christmas. It is Christmas, but have you ever had a Fourth of July <laughs> holiday? <laughs> have you ever had it? It's the middle of summer. It's great. All right, Rod, you make your Christmas argument that I think my Fourth of July argument is going to blow you out of water. All right. My Christmas argument is it's kind of just the holiday. Like, it is, it's what everyone thinks of the holidays. Yeah. You say the holidays, the first thing that pops in your head is Christmas. Yeah. Apologies to anyone that doesn't celebrate Christmas. But I feel like even if you do Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or none at this point, you still also kind of do Christmas. It is crazy because it seems like other cultures do celebrate it, Christmas. Just those, yeah. It's taken over. At this point, it's at least a month. For a lot of people, it's yeah. more than a month. What other holiday do people voluntarily stretch out longer? It's a it's a whole feeling. There's a feeling of Christmas. Yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia involved. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got, even if you had 
crappy childhood memories, there's still a nostalgia to that of like, oh, what was the Christmas morning like? You decorate everything. You feel like you're in it all the time for a good couple weeks. It's the dull, like it's the rough time of year. You're entering winter, so you're starting to get seasonal affective disorder. You're starting. The days are getting short, but we have before they get real bad. We got this one last thing waiting for us. We got Chevy Chase movies coming on. <laughs> There's a whole lineup of stuff to do. Like, yeah. all right, today's the day we're doing this. Today's the day we're going to the zoo to see the lights. All right. Today's the day we put the tree up. Today's the day we watch this movie. Today's the day we bake the cookies. Like, it's a whole... Th- it's not just a holiday. It's a season. No other holiday really has that, other than maybe Halloween. Yeah. But that's for very specific people. Yeah. Not everyone's into that. Not everyone's into Christmas. Some people hate the music. But there's an. it's an option. There's an option to just become Christmas for a month. Mariah Carey made a whole whole lifestyle yeah. off of that. Like she, that's how she finances her life, is off that royalties of that damn song. I think that's my argument for Christmas, is you can do as much or as little of it as you want. It's very. You can do it one day. You can do it a month. And you get to live in it when otherwise the weather would be getting worse. Everything should be getting worse in December. But instead, you can be cheerful. And then... January hits you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Uh, real quick, was Halloween on that list? Uh, was. It was. All right. This is going to be, I want to take away a point from myself because <laughs> I'm about to change my answer. Because while you're making the Christmas arguments, I got a lot more Halloween arguments in my head than I did for 4th of July. Can I give, can I give the anti-4th of July argument real fast? What is your anti-4th of July? I love 4th of July. I yeah. love it. Oh, red, what's your favorite color, Raj? Red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> my argument against it for this is that it's just kind of another great summer day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about fireworks at all. Yeah. So my argument would be my 4th of, of July is just an excuse to do my ideal summer day. But I'm doing that four times a summer anyway. And you scare away dogs, too. That So yeah. I don't... To me, 4th of July is just kind of like, great, but most Saturdays in the summer, I hope to be 4th of July, yeah. basically. So Halloween. I'm changing my answer from 4th of July to Halloween. Like I said, I already took away a point because I hate that I changed... Points, but I feel like I had so many other arguments in my head while you were talking about this that I just had to go with Halloween. All right, one, Halloween. Great time. Doesn't sound like any other holiday. Halloween day? That's weird. Halloween. Can you think of any other holiday that's more magical than Halloween for a kid? Yes, I know Christmas has all this pageantry, has all this build up to it, but this one day and Halloween for a kid. They get to go out and they get to dress up as whoever they want to be. For Halloween, you get to transform yourself into whatever you want to be. Christmas, you have to be this person that just is a is a slave, is a burden. It's <laughs> just a burden to all these responsibilities and obligations that you have to go visit. While Halloween, Halloween is this day where you get to be Anything that you want to be. Do you want to be a Disney princess, Raj? You can go do that on Halloween. Do you want to be just a cantaloupe? Apparently, you could do that on Halloween. Do you want to be a bunch of shredded paper in a box? I don't know why you would do that, but you could do that on Halloween. Halloween, the possibilities are endless, and it's amazing. You can knock from door to door. There is more of a sense of community for Halloween then arguably for Christmas, because you're knocking on strangers' doors during Halloween. Hey, who's at that house five doors down that I've never seen before? Let's go knock on them and see. Whereas Christmas, I'm just seeing the same 
people that I've been seeing all year long at Thanksgiving. Halloween kicks off also that whole holiday season where Halloween starts and then it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas. You have to go through three holidays before you get to Christmas where Halloween is right there in the forefront. As a kid, you get candy for Halloween, and you also get to pull pranks. You get to throw eggs at houses if you're a jerk. (laughs) I'm not saying that I did it. You might get a teepee a tree or two. You might, if you're a teenager and you see other teenagers hanging around, say you're a teenage teenage kid and you teenage boy and you just learn that ladies are beautiful and they're great and then you get to see some ladies dressed up in some Santa Clyde clothes. You love Halloween then, and it's fantastic. You get to college and it goes up to a next level that you didn't even know was possible outside of magazines and websites, but it's there. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was a creepy thing to make, but you know what? As a teenage kid, I loved it. Halloween is fantastic for so many reasons. You get candy as a kid, and then as an adult, you get alcohol. <laughs> yeah, because famously no one drinks at Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. I'm just, I just, I love Halloween for so many reasons. I, I do possi- also, yeah. I, I love Halloween. I have some counterpoints to the things you just said, though. All right. Were you done? I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you had a stopping point. No, I ran, ran out, so thank okay. God you stopped me. <laughs> All right. So um, the whole house-to-house thing, nothing I wanted to do less as a kid than go have to talk to 45 adults Oh, come that on. Night. You get to show off your outfit. You get to show, I guess and you probably went dressed as a pitcher's mitt or whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I I I don't love the use of magical you did because what is more magical than you go to bed knowing when you wake up a, a mystical elf will have dropped a hey. bundle of toys for you. Uh, yeah. Side note, I like to say that was the worst thing about Christmas for me. That Santa was going to come down the chimney and then walk into my bedroom and watch a- me sleep. <laughs> It was a home invasion. <laughs> you didn't like the home invasion aspect of it. That's yeah, but then you get to watch Home Alone and be like, "Oh, I could, I could fight him if I needed to." But Christmas, um, I guess that whole part of Christmas is a lie, though. So, whereas but, Halloween is probably the most truthful holiday because you get to dress up the way you want to dress up. But so you were saying Christmas, you're a burden to all these adults, whereas Halloween, you get to dress up and go get the candy or whatever. At the age where you care about dressing up, like I get to transform into this, you don't realize you're a burden at Christmas. You go to bed thinking yeah. magically toys will erupt, uh, yeah. appear at your house. And if at the age where you're excited to dress up for Halloween, you're pretty much dressing up every day anyway. I know that it is a big deal. Like, what am I going to be for Halloween? If you're a little girl that wants to be a princess, you're wearing a princess dress most days anyway. <laughs> so it's the day you get to show everyone your dress. Yeah. But you're wearing that costume quite a bit at that age. I, 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 the, the point I will give you that I think your best point was specifically from the ages of, I guess, maybe high school. But I'll keep it college. I'll give you that. That's when Halloween peaks you're getting, I, versus Christmas. <laughs> and I agree with you at this point. I like the Halloween like it's kicking off holiday season. That's a good point. But it's kicking off the holiday season that we all know is Christmas. You're, You're trying to get into Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. It's like yeah. this it's the appetizer. And then Thanksgiving is the meal. And yeah. then Christmas is the dessert and partying afterwards, I guess. I don't know how that works. I guess works. that is a good point because Halloween doesn't have food associated with it other than the candy. Yeah. There's no and, like meal with Halloween. And you're crushing cookies at Christmas. You're yeah. the treats at Christmas are more specific. 
You've waited all year for those cookies. You've had a Reese's cup in the last 12 months. Yeah. You don't have to wait for Halloween. Pumpkin shape? People aren't giving out pumpkins at Halloween very often if you're trick-or-treating. I think you're getting the cups mostly. And nowadays you are getting the pumpkin because you're getting the, the egg at Easter. You're getting the tree at Christmas. Yeah, I'm not that big of a fan of the pumpkin either, man. Which one tastes the best, though? The tree or the pumpkin? I think I just, for myself, it's the egg. Well, that's not the question I asked. I'm Which one tastes So I guess better? it would probably be the pumpkin? Mm-hmm. Because the ratio, it's more of a consistent ratio. Yeah. The tree, you get a little chocolate bunched up in one spot as opposed to... yeah. So this is the biggest one where I'm like, they're all great answers. A holiday's a good time yeah. no matter what it is. But Christmas, I mean, it's the king. It's the, everything you say about Halloween, I can just immediately go, well, you get a better version of that at Christmas <laughs> other than knocking on strangers' doors, yeah. which I dreaded. Yeah, well, it's knocking on strangers' doors. It's dressing up, you know, and all that stuff. And then it's also, you know, you get to just interact with in, the, in your community in ways and, more with Halloween than you do in Christmas. And I'm thinking more about the burden thing. I felt like much more of a burden at Halloween than I did at, I I do think, at Christmas. Roger, I think you're just a self-conscious child. Because <laughs> <laughs> A, you're going to strangers and asking for stuff. You know your parents aren't getting anything out of Halloween, or at least they're, they're getting the memories and all that. But as a kid, you yeah. look at them and you think, like, it's just, I have to walk this kid around for two hours. Whereas Christmas... Dad's getting a gift he doesn't want, but he gets to open something. Well, I mean, for Halloween, nobody's more excited to see, like, a little princess than a mom, you know? Like, nobody's more excited than that. Yeah, but, again, love it, but I just feel like it's it's such a specific time. There's a lot of gaps, too, where Halloween doesn't, you don't care about Halloween. Christmas, it'll go up and down when you care about it, but Halloween is, like, from ages 13 to 17, if we're keeping with the... Things yeah. don't get weird till you're yeah. 18. Yeah. 13 to 17, Halloween, what is Halloween? It's nothing. It's awesome, you know? <laughs> it's scary movies. Well, it's that thing where you get to, well, that's where you start to go to parties. It's the thing where you're like, okay, do I still dress up for Halloween? Do I not dress up yeah, for Halloween? Yeah, there's a lot of stress there. I guess there's the do you believe in Santa would be the yeah. equivalent, but. There's a lot less, I think there is a lot less getting, stress in Halloween, though. There's no obligations to Halloween. You don't have to go see all these random people, you know, all these relatives I feel stuff. like for a tween, there's a lot of stress at Halloween. Yeah. Do I go trick-or-treating? How much do I care about going trick-or-treating? <laughs> is there pressure to now do an adult Halloween? Yeah. Do I now have to party at Halloween? Yeah. Christmas, you're doing what you're doing. You're getting presents. You have some obligations you don't want to do. But that kind of adds to the charm of it for me. <laughs> Like, oh, okay, this is the part where we go to church. This is the part where we see the relatives we maybe don't want to see. Yeah. You go to church on Christmas? Uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah, man, that's rough. It's a lot of people, right? Uh, we didn't. We weren't like the midnight mass, big Catholic huh. thing. It was just a forty. It was an hour of candlelight, sing some, okay. sing some songs. And no. Now and but it, again, <laughs> and similar to your Halloween kickoff, it was very much the signal of oh, it's legit Christmas. Like we've been doing Christmas for three weeks. Yeah. When we go to church, that means it's on. <laughs> like yeah, we're doing it. this. I'm not gonna love it, but we're doing this. I'm gonna come home and start getting that antsy Christmas Eve feeling. I love the feeling of Halloween because that's when the scary movies come out. That's I do. When I, the, yeah, we're, yeah. We're scary it movie getting people. Cool. It starts getting cool outside. Yeah. And also, scary movies help you get laid, apparently. I will say but, I probably have more luck with Christmas movies than Halloween movies, but we'll see. 
that shouldn't be true. We'll see. Is that this year? I will. I'm so so I love a Halloween movie, but oh, I also man. I do love Christmas Christmas movies. You get more variety there. You're gonna get a lot. Yeah. Like Halloween, it's like all right. Buckle up for a scary movie or a kids yeah. movie, kind of. Those are the yeah. kind of the two options. Like UB Halloween. UB. <laughs> Christmas is like, all right, are we doing comedy? Are we doing Christmas vacation? Yeah. Are we doing poignant? Are we doing kids? Yeah. Are we doing quick one, a long one, a new one, an old one? Christmas has been diluted by a lot of bad movies, though. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll agree, but you know what the also The Night is Before a lot? Christmas, K-N-I-G-H-D, where a knight gets blasted in the future and has to, like, uh, you know... Save a damsel that's in a bad job or something like that. Yeah, it's a it's a movie. It's like both, a lifetime movie or something. Both like those yeah. two Halloween or those two holidays over any other holiday have the the holiday isn't for twelve days, but it's a Saturday at two. Yeah, TBS is going to be playing some movie that I don't yeah. mind watching forty minutes of a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, both the, those are the only two holidays that have that. Yeah. All right, made our cases. Brian right. K, where do you feel on this one? Um. You know, oh man, I we, love both of them. They're good holidays. There is a clear winner on my spreadsheet here. Um, I love, but I have to give my opinion. Obviously, I love Halloween. I love Christmas. Um, but yeah. I'm more of a, I love the anticipation of things. So if we're talking about the full, so season, the anticipation of Halloween. Um, <laughs> I like Halloween because, like, oh, I know I have Thanksgiving next, and I know I have Christmas. You like the so anticipation of Halloween? Halloween? You prefer Halloween because Christmas is coming? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that by definition means you like Christmas better. Yeah, I, just, I, I, don't. I don't know. I think I see your logic pretty well. <laughs> I like Christmas Eve better than Christmas Day because it's the anticipation of things to come. That's, why That's part favorite. of Christ- Christmas Eve is no, Christmas. I think I agree with Ryan. That's why Friday is my favorite. But Christmas Eve is literally, like, that's the holiday. Christmas Day is not the... Christmas Eve is historically the holiday. I think... I wish Halloween was longer than just a month. Like Halloween Day or Halloween? Like, Like the season? Yeah. Okay. But it's... I don't want to start it in September because we're still, like, we're getting off that summer thing. We're wearing white pants. It's still summer out. Yeah. Yeah. But with Christmas, like, that's, that's sign of summer. you can get burnt out really quickly. We did, we got burnt out that one year when I think it was probably COVID. Yeah, I think it was we COVID. We just didn't leave the house for yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's kind of a wash on that one, right? And by the time it was Christmas, and like, oh, I guess we celebrated afterwards too. But like, it's like, oh, we have nothing else to watch. I'm like over this, but then I was but, sad that I was over it. So again, my counter there would be we got over it because. There was so much to do. We went so hard. Whereas Thanksgiving, <laughs> Halloween, yeah. there's only there's not much to do other than watch some Halloween movies. True, and Christmas makes me happy. <laughs> More happy than Halloween. I mean, that's good, I right? Like <laughs> that seems like an answer, yeah. though. <laughs> but I like the fantasy of Halloween the best. That, like, I yeah. when I was a kid, I always was a witch. And yeah, I wanted to be like, I was like oh, you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. yeah, there's no obligations. Um, to I will it. say the negative of Halloween blackface. It is a there is a lot more uh, a lot higher chance of getting canceled at Halloween. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> that's a black. That's the name. <laughs> The is that potential the one? for blackface is much higher. <laughs> is that the one negative? <laughs> the only one. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the kids being killed by candy, which is apparently false. Or like that's the one is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, yes, it is horrible, also, but like that's the candy, I can't keep. I keep coming back to that as I get older. Of you're just getting more of the candy you have year round anyway. Yeah. Christmas is different. But it's. <laughs> have it all the time though but you could it was an option if you had five dollars and you got to walk to Meyer that day you could buy any of that candy i did not think blackface was going to be coming up but (laughs) yes you're right it is more in halloween but like okay how do you feel about your choice now chris i still feel good about it but you're right prefer blackface to christmas hey hey there's mounds and valleys in every argument there is i also think halloween like it is if we're going you know 18 to 25 it is 18 to 25 year olds like they thrive on Halloween um but like Christmas it applies to everybody like you got the little kids yeah you got us you know dinks all right you have the the adults with children you have the grandparents you have the older yeah, folks. yeah like it's, it's an everybody holiday that's a group of right? you don't celebrate sorry yeah. Mackenzie um so the uh, shout so out that's to where I was somebody named Mackenzie like Christmas, you'll go yeah. up and down a little bit, but you always can enjoy it. Right. Halloween, a lot of people don't care yeah. at all about My it. My dad could care less. He was just the one who handed out the candy and made the chili. So. And again, <laughs> even if you got a friend. You had a that, Halloween chili? Yeah, we had yeah. chili every Halloween. Oh, wow. I didn't think Halloween had food. So now I, I do this. Uh, I'm sure if you're a Hanukkah celebrator or you don't celebrate any of them, you're going to probably get annoyed with Christmas, get yeah. over it. But you're still, there's something, you probably can enjoy something. Yeah, about, there's, like, a, there's, yeah. Do like Halloween, if you rides, don't, though. as an adult, if you don't care about Halloween, it doesn't exist. It There's the, exist. Yeah. just don't be the one person that like blocks out the their your they turns off the light on in front of your house and just. <laughs> I guess you could do that. I don't know. We I'd, do that after it blocks. People stop coming up. Okay, never mind. Take that. Out. Video, All right, I'm okay, take so that our out. clear winner, um, one because Chris negated one from himself, but also he didn't score enough. Uh, our winner's Roger. Also, yeah, blackface is a really hard <laughs> mountain to get over. But, uh, Barnard K, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> You're welcome. I knew that would. Yeah. Sink the ship. Yep. You sunk my battleship. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, you're, st- I, so, uh, but who do I go with this? But thing? I don't like, yeah, I don't like the fact that I had to ch- change my answer because my top gun is yeah. 4th of July, but. God, Halloween just has so much more nuance to it. There's so much more nuance to Halloween than I, I would prefer Here. the day 4th of July to the day Halloween by yeah. a million, leaps and bounds. Yeah. But 4th of July is about a... I'll even give it a 12-hour event. Yeah. But it's like a four-hour event. Yeah. Halloween has a season. Yeah. Halloween's a... 4th of July is a better day. Halloween is a better holiday. Plus, you have to go to work the next day, so you can't enjoy, well, like, you can't go out late at night, that kind of thing, unless it's on a... Halloween, I have to work that day and the next day most yeah, you time. you get a whole season to celebrate that. <laughs> right, yeah. Versus, um, I guess that would be the count, the negative for Halloween I should have brought up is, I got to work on that day and yeah. the next day most of the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the time. My argument, here's another argument I thought of, is real quick. The, our two holidays, Christmas and Halloween, are kind of like the Simpson sisters. 
where one where Ashley Simpson, she's kind of like the Halloween, yeah, and Jessica right. Simpson's kind of like <laughs> gotta get through it, kind of like Christmas. <laughs> and I think you and I, we had to choose the Simpson sisters. That's where we would go with. So yeah, we're a little bit that way. yeah, a little bit that way. Um, so you guys are tied eleven eleven. Oh, never forget. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How do we, how do we want to break ties? Do we break ties? I feel like we got to break ties. How yeah, do we? Not a fan of ties. To, to retroactively, I don't know if it's been edited out or not, but because um, I said it during a break, I really regret not bringing up in the baseball soccer debate because I brought it up so many other times in our regular yeah. life. Tying is just ruins the event for me if you can tie. Yeah. So soccer having ties available is brutal. Knowing that yeah. if it's one to one with fourteen minutes left, yeah. You're probably going home one to one, and why did you even play the game if there's not a winner? What is the point of playing if there's not a winner? Yeah, that's it's a made up game with made up rules. Make up a rule for who wins this game. <laughs> Seeing how many soccer games end in zero zero is just the most frustrating thing in the world. Yeah, so that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. we're rewarding people for time. Yeah. Get out of here. But it's still not as boring. You lose just by rewarding a tie. It's still not as boring as a stat festival that baseball is. All right. How do we want to resolve ties? Okay, you ready? So, um, Chris and Roger are tied, so we are going to do a tiebreaker. You get... Tiebreaker. One sentence to give me your argument, and then I will decide. All right. Um, So, here is your either or. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich every single day or turkey sandwich every single day. Chris? For the rest of your life? For the rest of your life. I want peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Why? Why? But I also want peanut butter and jelly. It's fine. <laughs> Why? I can, so, ma- I so can make a So in this case, it's who, argue, who, who, who does the best better. one sentence argument. So we, to be clear, we've both selected peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. We're going to have give one sentence or one point of why we chose it. Whoever right. hits Bartender K's preference. So I theoretically... Uh, my preference is the turkey sandwich. <laughs> right. Whoever makes the better case, though. Yeah. But I could be biased, but I don't know. I don't think what I'm saying is anything she's told me that she wants. All right, this is going to be very on brand for me. It is the most sensual of the two. <laughs> I, I, there, there's no way to make a turkey sandwich sexy. But you make a peanut butter jelly sandwich a lot sexier, a lot easier than a turkey sandwich. And that is my argument. I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I, just said I'm not wrong. I, I'm genuinely confused. I don't know. I'm not. I get it. I'm okay. Sure. What I'll make all. Is, I'll, your, I'll, is your picture the same picture that I'm at? Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna make my argument, make this sexy. I got and it. then we can do it off mic, I guess. But I need to have this explained to me. I'm open to like maybe it's something I'm missing. I can't think of anything sexual about either of these. Okay, well, do, my, okay. I think my argument was you could make the peanut butter jelly sandwich more sexy. It's more sexier than That's the what turkey I mean. sandwich. I don't, know, I don't see it, but okay, I'm oh, open I can do to it. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know how to come back from this. Okay. My argument for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right. under the speculation that you're eating this at every meal or at once a day, every day. You're eating it every day. And if I'm going to choose it, I just have to choose it this sexy one. <laughs> okay. You're eating it every day. Peanut butter and jelly is a time-tested 
perfect blend of savory Dang. and sweet in one meal. And if you're eating it every given day, you can easily shift that in whatever direction you yeah. want. If you're feeling sweet, more jelly, jams, whatever, feeling more savory, make it peanut butter heavy. Yeah. Case closed. I think I can't think of two better arguments to define our personalities <laughs> than the fact that you went with the you went with like the right answer and then I went with the sexy answer. I can't think of anything to explain our personalities. Can you give better. me one sentence on how it's sexy? What do you mean by you can make it sexy? I think I can give you one word. Uh, <laughs> it's gooey. <laughs> Further away now, I think. <laughs> All right, what's what? your answer, bartender? <laughs> we'll, we'll sort this out off mic. Uh, We're gonna record it, but like made me laugh. But Roger, yours is the right answer. <laughs> you can. Can we all agree? You have these two things, and you can either make it more peanut buttery, yeah, or you can make it more jelly based. That is the right answer, but I <laughs> I will say a hundred percent. I love the whole sexy answer. <laughs> because how it's crazy because but it's right, right? Like that is the sexier of the two. <laughs> a turkey sandwich or a peanut butter and jelly guess sandwich. If I had to say one was sexier, I might go peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, because it's gooey. <laughs> I think I'm thinking the opposite of deli meat is just the least sexy thing I can think yeah, of. Exactly. So like I think it's the opposite. With some for loose me. lettuce or something yeah. on there. Yeah. Turkey sandwiches are definitely not sexy. Yeah. I'm not necessarily <laughs> figuring out where peanut butter and jelly yeah. is sexy. <laughs> All right. You're smoothing out the peanut butter. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put okay. on the jelly. <laughs> and then you got to put a bed. You got to put a slice of bread on top. Oh, you only have the butt of the bread going on the top? Ooh. I well, I mean, that's very. Just, I just have like a picture of me like smoothing on the, the jelly. I don't know. I think I'm right. <laughs> I again, I, I agree it's sexier, but I think it's it's a zero and turkey sandwich is a negative. <laughs> I feel like you can make a peanut butter jelly sandwich pretty sexy. I feel like I know there's, I guess we call them let's, let's just call them uh, documentaries. I know there's documentary films out there on the internet of people doing some sexy stuff. Yeah. All right, so we got to the end of it. I think, Raj, you are the winner of this bald and tall episode of Two Drunks to Make a Right. It's actually, Bartender K is a good uh, good judge because her inclination, her immediate, I'm going to know her opinions on things more, yeah. whether I realize it or not. But her inclination is going to be to choose your side instead of yeah. mine. So you guys, my sides are right most of the time. Hey, I, I, think I did a really good job of being non-biased, except for the soccer argument. I just couldn't do that. If you think Bartram Decay did a good job, right into TDDMAR oh, yeah, at that's what I'm saying is that it worked out very yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, saying there's small up. biases on either side. Yeah. No, I think it's that great. Cancel each other out. Oh, we were supposed to do this. I didn't do this. Uh, for the drinks this episode, uh, I drank a uh, Coke and bourbon Raj so graciously gave to me. I had a nice summer gin and lemonade because I had half a lemonade left over from earlier today. So I just dropped a oh. little gin in there. It's a nice little summery beverage. Nice. I got to get in the gin game. And I bartended the game. What you got going on? I had ranch water. It's like a margarita, but better. Okay. And I had prickly pear in the original. Okay. Very light and refreshing. Oh, all right. I enjoyed I like them. Not yeah. a strong tequila flavor at all. Man, I, I like our I like our drink choices. We gotta get some more beers in there. I think the winter's gonna be a more beer heavy year. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Red Summer. Yeah, yeah. We'll do all this good stuff. All right. What was our point total that we ended up with? Uh, eleven. 
seven, twelve, and I'm gonna give myself five points. I want for being here. That's that's a great thing. All right, so Raj, you have twelve points. The peanut butter tiebreaker. As the winner, Raj, you get the five, the not five foot, four foot tall sword that I have myself. The exact replica Andril from Lord of the Rings. You can have that sword. Are we positive it's yours currently? It always resides in your house, but who it's currently owns it? Dave's, I think. Okay. Because usually Dave wins. When Dave's here, he usually wins. That's true. <laughs> we cannibalize each other. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode, this bald and tall episode of Two Drunks to Make a Right. Again, I am the bald one. Roger, full head of hair. He's the tall one. Uh, and then we were joined by Bartender K. I make the drinks. Heck yeah. From, uh, from our podcast to you guys, thank you for joining. Have a good time. And... Uh, See you next time on Two Drunks to Make a Right. Bye. Bye. Yeah.